0: okay we are live but dead inside yeah for many years (laughs) welcome everyone to media men online i am dan this is jeremy hello we have we had a short episode for you last time we have a long episode for you this time very balanced so this episode we're going to be discussing dune my hero academia world heroes mission which is the third movie Currently in theaters as we're recording this. Squid Game. <laughs> season 1, Episode 1. I don't know how the season ends, so it might be one season only, but... I will do my best to not <laughs> spoil the rest of the se- of the series. Because I accidentally...
1: I thought I was talking to some people at work about it. And I watched the whole series basically in one weekend. And I just assumed oh, everyone shit. did that too. But no, these these people were taking themselves like... Every two months they watch one episode, I guess. So, but they were talking about like they knew the show. So I thought we were just talking about the show. (laughs) And I spoiled (laughs) the, uh, I spoiled the big, the big thing. So they weren't too happy with me, but like they should have said something.
0: I did answer the question of what the fuck is this Halloween costume by watching this first episode. (laughs) (laughs) So. Wait, what's the Halloween
1: costume? The, uh. The PlayStation face buttons or the doll yes,
0: <laughs> the PlayStation face. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we uh, get rates right started right with Squid Game? Yeah. So season one, episode one follows a man. Song Ji Hoon is the character's name, and he's a bit of a uh, fuck up, if you will. He uh, he's broke he's a gambler. So I have a question for you. I don't know if they he ro- he, he
1: robbed his mother <laughs> while living at home with his mother. The <laughs> yes. man steals his
0: rent money from his mom <laughs> <laughs> to pay his mom. <laughs> um so is he broke from gambling or is he gambling to try and make money quick or both? I
1: I imagine he is broke from gambling cuz he because he uh Yeah, because like remember he has to sign away his um he he after he goes to the track and wins the money and then loses the money. Yep. Then he has to sign away his like his like body anatomy or something like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes. I I didn't quite get
1: (laughs) that. Can you sign away your kidneys in Korea?
0: I guess so. It's a very lucrative market.
1: Yeah, I mean, seems like there'd be a lot more kidnappings, but anywho. Yeah, no shortage of organs, but we do have a shortage of homeless people. <laughs> but anywho, he uh, he. At, so before the series starts, he owes like a lot enough money to run away from the mob. Yeah. And like he wins, you know, four million won, which is
0: not as much money as I thought it was. <laughs> What's the conversion? Is it like uh, one penny is one. Uh, one won. Oh, it's way worse than that. Hold on, four million won to dollars. Three thousand three hundred eighty-five dollars and fifty-three cents is four million won per Google (laughs) per the. They have a little uh, built-in like conversion thinger. Mm -hmm. And that was and you're doing
1: the South Korean one. not like the other one. Okay. (laughs) So wait, that
0: whole thing was over three grand. You know, only uh, 3300 bucks. <laughs> I thought this dude was in debt for like hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. Oh, my God. So when he gives that girl a 500 he gives her like a $40 bill. That girl, he, he like chips off to when he first wins. Yeah. It's like $42, which is a lot still, but... Then there's a sequence where he's trying to win his daughter a uh, a prize because he lost all the money bumping into a girl uh, trying to escape the Korean mafia, whatever Korean loan sharks. I don't know. So did, and, do you think that uh-huh. she saw him like get the money
1: and knew where the money was and she'd like been trying to track him the whole time? Or is this like anime coincidence where like I, I would guess it was coincidence, but
0: I mean, because she sliced his pocket like that's. You gotta be ready for that, don't oh, you? Oh yeah, know? that's true. It didn't just have a rip; it was a, it was like a cut. So uh, he, after you know, he's down on his luck and everything, he wins his daughter a, uh, a gun lighter. She pulls the <laughs> fucking trigger. She thinks it's a real gun. He's sitting with her, and she just pulls the trigger to find out it's a lighter. Well, that's to be fair, she bullshit. is a child. That's true. Well, let's see if this thing fires. Does it have bullets? <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> So uh, he finds out that his daughter, his his ex-wife has taken his daughter to America. So he had he wants to do everything he can to get her back. But before this, he runs into a guy in like a subway, not not the food place, like a subway station and submarine train. (laughs) Yeah, they play this weird game with folded up construction paper or I couldn't tell if they had any weight to them or not. But essentially, all you have to do is flip the other color using your color. They're playing big pogs, playing big Korean pogs. pogs. That's exactly what it is. Fucking pogs. (laughs) Except you don't have a slammer. You're trying to pog with another pog. Yes, it looks like a cloth box to me. (laughs) Or like what they serve uh, noodles in in China, you know? Little takeout box. (laughs) (laughs) Takeout box contains just like... One Belgian pancake. <laughs> yeah. So he, he. Faces off with this guy. And he's. They're playing for a 100,000. Wands. Or one wand, Which is 84 bucks. This. I shouldn't have looked up this conversion. Because this is a whole different scenario. I thought they were playing with big time dollars. 84 bucks. It's still a lot to be just given. You know if you. If you win at giant pogs yeah i mean but. if you found
1: if you found a 50 dollar bill like if someone's like hey man you want to play uh
0: darts 50 bucks a dart like that that's pretty it's pretty high stakes to me that's true and they they're playing for a hundred thousand per game and just one one attempt by each person is constitutes one game so of course our our main character doesn't have any money so each time he loses, he just gets slapped across the face, which doesn't sound bad at first, but they play like 50 games and he only wins one. <laughs> he gets so excited that he forgets he just won hundred thousand uh, won and tries to smack the guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's like after he's he wins the one game, he's like celebrating. He's like, suck my nuts. <laughs> <I'm> like, talking <laughs> shit to the guy that just wrecked him 50 times in a row. Well, to be oh. fair, it's
1: obvious the other guy does it, like, as a thing. Like, imagine if you, like, met a pool shark who makes his living hustling pool and you took a game off him. I'd feel pretty good about that. Th- that'd be like beating, like, a uh, Division One college athlete at their sport. Yeah,
0: that's true, because all he does is go around all day and fucking hustle, so...
1: I mean, it's not like you're beating the best of the best. You didn't just, like, out Tom Brady somebody, but you did, like... <laughs> But like you did, like you did, like take a juke off like a Heisman Trophy winner or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, would would be. So I'm so sports knowledgeable. <laughs> sure, that would make hey, sense. Would juke the Heisman Trophy guy. That's how it works, right?
0: Yeah, it's play equivalent games. to to banging Tom Brady's wife. <laughs> <laughs> he gets uh, the guy after he
1: wins his uh, his first piece of money. The guy gives him a uh, gives him the money and the card saying, "Call me if you want to play more games." Now, this is obviously pretty ominous. It's like, oh, well, if getting slapped is 80 (laughs) bucks, what would I have to risk to win, you know, a million bucks? Uh, (laughs) Probably like like my butt or something, right? No, no, it's way worse than your booty. It'd be like Jigsaw
0: (laughs) giving you a card. Instead of capturing you, he gives you a card like, would you like to play a game? Call me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so the guy goes to the obvious death
1: trap and basically he calls the he calls the car says wait by this street he gets in the, the car pulls up he gets in the car everyone next to him is asleep gas comes out of the vents and he wakes up inside a um giant like underground holding facility I guess like gray walls concrete floor i think they had bunk beds there It's obvious like, oh, they changed my clothes while I was asleep. Yeah, these people seem trustworthy. Let's walk (laughs) out and they take them out into a field and they play a game of red light, green light. Do you think we need to explain what red light, green light is? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So the the game of red light, green light is it's generally a children's game. One child uh, turns around and looks away from everyone and yells green light. And then they yell red light and turn around as fast as they can. And if they see anyone moving, that person is out. Yep. So the idea is you run when it's a red light and you have to stop as fast as possible. when It's a green light. And, you know, if you're moving, then then you're out. Or as you know,
0: that asshole Chad would Chad is like, I wasn't moving. Yes, you were. You piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Every game of red light, green light in the history of time has had someone like that. (laughs) Every single one. And like three percent of the time, his name is
1: Chad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the problem with America. You can't kick those kids in the nuts anymore. Like you couldn't yep. do it when I was a kid either. And I knew, I knew it was wrong. You should be able to go and just kick them. <laughs> and then they'll learn their lesson. This version of red light, green light, no pussification is, has happened at all. <laughs> the guy who's in front because, you know, he's running the fastest and makes it harder for him to stop does not stop when he hears the red light quite fast enough and he gets shot and he yep. falls down dead. And everyone thinks he's just playing around like, oh, look at this joker. Hey, get up. Where'd you get? Wait, where did you get that fake blood from? <laughs> oh, <Holy laughs> shit. People panic. Now, this is a group of around 500 people on something roughly the size of a soccer field, I'd say. Uh, with walls on all four sides, a big door in the back, and a giant creepy-ass doll in the front that's doing the red light, <laughs> green light. Yep. You, If you're on the internet, you've seen this doll... That's what it is. People panic when they realize they're getting shot and start running. And of course, you're not allowed to do that. So in the course of the first round or second round of red light, green light, about 150 people get gunned down um, with questionable acting and (laughs) and absolutely unquestionably bad CGI. (laughs) Think blade three CGI. That's what you're seeing here. Oh, But they overact enough when they have a, and they actually have a good amount of people. This isn't like, you know, oh, we have a mob of eight people. This is a legit 450 person crowd. So the energy is really there. And it's an, it is an absolutely intense moment that just hooked me to the show. And so they, then the people who were smart enough to not panic and run or were lucky enough to freeze instead of fight or flight. (laughs) They have to try and win this game of red light, green light (laughs) with all these bodies around them. (laughs) You know, character drama ensues. Um, Our hero makes it through at the very last second. And then everyone gets a chance to decide if they're going to continue the game or not, basically. And I think that's a good point to kind of stop talking about the episode. We (laughs) haven't spoiled any. Well, we have spoiled like the most obvious thing. We spoiled basically what Basically, if you've ever watched anything, you knew where this was going once the guy says you want to play a real game. (laughs) If you haven't seen Squid
0: Games, I would recommend it. Yeah, I think I'm going to continue it. Uh, Obviously, I'm well behind the curve with this one because, I don't know, I just... We have Netflix. I've been trying to convince the wife to, you know, like, hey, can we just get rid of this? But she wants to keep it, so I might as well use it. I remember they have had an absolutely...
1: On October 11th, Netflix claimed that 11 million viewers
0: have watched Squid Games. I wonder what constitutes a viewer in Netflix world. Probably just scrolling by it when it auto pops up. <laughs> auto <play video. laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. 111 million viewers is what they're claiming, which is a whole bunch of people. And that's not even counting all the people that, like, you know, pirated it. Not, not that I've ever done anything like that. No. But, like, I wonder if they count, like... Netflix probably like has an idea of how many people have like shared passwords. I bet they do it by based on profile. Like, like you go in there and you click like
0: who's who's watching. It has to be. It's probably Unless, by profile. because well, they don't say accounts. It could be just by views, you know. And I wonder if it's 11 million on average per episode or 11 million like. So if you watch nine episodes, that counts as nine, or does that count as one? But I think if you were to go back, let's say you watched all nine, mm-hmm. and yeah. you were to go back and watch it again, I think it would count as the second one. I mean, Even that's how was...
1: that's how like YouTube does it. I don't yeah. know if that's how Netflix would do it. They they do have another number here saying as a on October twenty second, Screen Rant says Squid Games has had two billion minutes watched. Two billion. Which that's definitely multiple viewerships. Like, The Office probably has about a half billion minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just because people
1: watch that show on loop. I'm not even even Mm -hmm. joking. Like, they have it playing while they're, like, vacuuming or taking a shower.
0: Two billion divided by 45 minutes, so per episode, would be 44 million for all fours. So, essentially, 45 million um, episodes were watched. I guess. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, so 45 it like 45 million up. episodes, and then it's like I think it's
1: eight or nine episodes. So, that so be... it's definitely not 100 million people have watched the series from beginning to end. Unless they're estimating like, oh, the average viewership is like 1.3 viewers, and then this person shared their password. I don't. It'd be interesting to see how many people have watched it individually, but like I guess you never really know that. Like when a big movie has a big box office, you know, some people went and watched it like multiple times.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Avengers Endgame you know what's weird not to get on a rant but I've seen Avengers Endgame twice total in both times are at the theater I've not watched it since since it come to DVD I've watched almost every other Marvel movie at least twice since then it's really weird I didn't rewatch it at all I didn't I didn't
1: mind well we've already talked about that movie we're not going to
0: go over it again but <laughs> did we I'm pretty I sure we did. I don't think we have I think we've only yeah. done one MCU movie. Oh, uh, well, except for one MCU movie leading to Endgame, which was Captain America Civil War. I I want to say that that's... I, I can't confirm, though. Let us know in the comments below if you uh, have any idea. <laughs> if you have a photographic memory. <laughs> yes. All right, so that was Squid Game. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to finish it. I'm actually going to go back with episode one, see if the wife wants to watch it, because um, I don't mind rewatching that first one, so... Yeah, and Jeremy's already seen it, so maybe we'll do episode two next time, maybe. Maybe it's a okay to tune in and find out. That's
1: or true. Or like read, or like read the title of the episode when we release it.
0: We haven't done some anime in a while, so we have that fixed for you today. But first, we're gonna talk about spoilers ahead for Dune twenty twenty one. I almost watched. There's a previous Dune from like the eighties. Is that one any good? 1984? Um, I do not remember. Oh, is it? Is it the same? Like the same? So I think remake? they've
1: told like this. I think they've told this story like three times so far. Yeah, because so, the Dune series has a bunch of books in it. And this is the one
0: that is the most like highly regarded. Are we expecting, obviously, based on how the movie went, are we expecting what? Three, three Dune movies? Um. Well, you need at least one more Dune movie for that book, if memory serves. I haven't.
1: I have not read the books in a good long time. Mm-hmm. I haven't read that book in a good long time. I am not sure exactly how much, but you need at least one more movie to like finish that the story that they're on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And per IMDb, like, there it says that there's Dune Part Two in 2023. It doesn't specify if there's a third or if this is the end, but there is a Dune part two coming. Yeah, I mean, I think you
1: would be stretching it to get three movies out of the story of I have forgotten uh, the kid's name. I remember his dad, Lido Atreides, but like yeah. Paul, so, good Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. So in the future, the uh, the Messiah is named Paul. So Paul Atreides. The confluence of a thousand years of planning upended by one chick who uh, caught
0: feelings. I mentioned this uh, last episode when I was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. But the thing I really enjoy about space stories in general is just the freedom. You know, mm-hmm. you can make a story or a visual look however you want to do it. But the thing that I, I struggled with, and it's going to surprise you because I'm I'm very good with the anime names. I couldn't really remember any of the names or, like, the factions or anything like that. Like, I knew who the characters were, but every time they would say, oh, the blubber, the sand people, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what any of this is. So I think that's why this movie was so plotting and methodical and frankly slow because they're trying to build all these little blocks because the next movie seems like the one that this is what we talked about with with Venom, with Shang-Chi, with Black Widow, with, with jumping into something too fast. And I think they took the reverse. I mean, you said it was based on a book, but they can interpret it however they want. Um, yeah, And they do
1: make they make a whole bunch of changes. So there is a I haven't like talked to them, but I imagine there's a very sizable number of There's a large group of people that are very mad at how much was kind of glossed over and changed to avoid having a backstory. Because uh, the guy that
0: Jason Momoa plays, you could Mm -hmm. make two movies out of his childhood. Duncan Idaho. That's a cool Mm -hmm. name. Um, Yeah, Yeah, Jason Momoa looks really weird without a beard. I will say that. He's a... He looks a little... I think he's a little chunky
1: this time. There's no shirtless scenes of Jason Momoa this time, and there's only one possible
0: reason for that. (laughs) Exactly. They ran out of nipple makeup. No, that's probably (laughs) not it. (laughs) Yeah, he's a big, handsome boy, and he kept his shirt on, so something's (laughs) going
1: on. He has been... uh, He he probably just has a regular dad bod now. Yeah.
0: He's uh, he's enjoying life. Instead of being absolutely shredded. Thanos and cable are in this movie so josh brolin he is gurney Hellick. gurney is a guy who
1: has a backstory equal to one movie and i don't i think they put a little i think i think they put a few too many characters into the movie i would have i would have left like gurney out of it (laughs) probably yeah or duncan like leave one of them out of it because like they're both kind of by having the army and all the spaceships, you get the idea of, like, a space dukedom that the Atreides are uh, are a part of. But I, I think they spend a lot of time on the characters inside the house and not really explaining, like, just how big a deal the Atreides are. You kind of lose, and I lose the scale of what this is. Like, the kingdom that he's, like, he's a duke of one area but the kingdom is like a thousand or a million worlds and i mean the the idea that like space travel is controlled by a guild is really important when you consider like how big the universe is you know the 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 fact that the um that the all girls club manages to survive and like have their machinations i think yeah. they actually did a good job with them showing them like using the voice they didn't really show just how secretive the all girls club is like they've yeah. been around for like 3000 years, but no one really knows what they are. They're just like, like a good number of the
0: aristocracy thinks they're just like a bunch of hookers. Yeah. My, my note about the, uh, it just says his mom is part of some weird cult. <laughs> yep. Cause I didn't really I mean, know what was going on. So yeah, I mean they're like a ten thousand year
1: old um, Illuminati, basically. <laughs> I mean it's a really cool story. They had to they changed a lot of stuff to kind of modernize it. The original books are not very heavy on um, women with agency. The black woman who uh, who is the the emperor's like spy or whatever that is a very different character from the books. Really, and they yeah they actually they look at one of my favorite characters and. They took a very like nerdy, brainy, driven character that's unaware of the world around him, but like succeeds through through force of obsession, and turned mm-hmm. it into a female Indiana Jones on a, in the desert. Which I, which, I mean, you you have to throw in the sort of just placeholders of oh you know Irish cop, ditzy blonde, rugged you know you know down to earth beat cop because you don't have time to make really well-rounded characters in a movie of this size but i hate they did it to like one of my favorite characters
0: and that's one of the things that whenever somebody complains right about them changing the source material when it's something that i don't know about for instance dune Mm -hmm. i don't like try and judge it it's a very common thing for people who don't give a shit about the source material Make fun of the people who care about the source material and don't want it changed when they see it adapted. These characters are near and dear to you in some some manner. I don't fucking know any of them. So if you were annoyed that this entire person's backstory changed, who am I to judge you? Cause it it works all the same ways. Like I'll complain when they fuck Venom up or anything like that. But it seems to be a very common thing these days. Cause, you know, I don't I don't care about you know, like, I don't know about any of this, I should say. Yeah. But you do. So, you know, it's just it's just a weird trope we have these days. It's, and uh-huh. to go to
1: a more, I guess, overall view of the movie, uh, mm-hmm. the spectacle of it was, to me, like, top tier. I will say it's a movie that suffers if you don't see it in theaters. Like, I watched the trailer. <laughs> Probably one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the trailer for this movie... Is awful. Yeah, I don't know how you took the that movie and made a trailer that bad, but whole boy, did they did they pull it off? Like in the trailer, the giant sandworm looks really goofy, and I imagine watching it on a regular TV, it probably doesn't look much better than that. In the theaters, when like when like when the worm is just like facing him down, that, that was a really intense moment, and I was like, sure. oh shit. <laughs> and uh, the other moment like that was when they showed just how big like the guild spaceships are. That was like a moment where it's like you get like an impact of just like how big space is, which is a very hard thing to express. I now retroactively want to go and watch The Expanse in a movie theater. That's a TV show all about like just how empty space is, and I wonder if the big stream would give a better scale of it. It's really hard to get big numbers in your head. Like we'll talk about oh. 111 million. How hard is intelligence it? between a 100,000 and 100 billion when you're like in the middle of a crowd? Who knows? True. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of the books, the movie might annoy you a little bit, but I'm still going to su- suggest you watch it because a lot of the things that like you enjoy reading about in the book or listening to in the audiobook, you know, they bring them to life really well. I think they kind of ruin uh, the knife fights. In the book, this, and this really annoyed me, <laughs> in the book, <laughs> Paul Atreides does not let the guy live over and over again. He's fighting for his life and he really is scared because he's a child fighting a grown man with a knife. In the um in the books, they all they do their fighting with shields on. So you have to move quickly to get in position, and then slowly stab them with a poison knife. Oh, you can't actually kill someone in normal in the normal manner with the uh, with the shields, which they show with like the red and the blue. And I, I think they did it about as well as you could. The concept of a slow blade going through. Bec- but he almost dies in that big fight because he's so used to fighting with shields, he doesn't know how to finish through. On a proper like knife slash. And he's fighting someone who has never had to fight with a shield.
0: And the the whole setup for this movie is the uh, the Atreides in their like military needs to go to this planet, right? Desert planet, which houses the most precious material in the world or in the galaxy or whatever use that they use for fuel. Imagine
1: if there was like one island on Earth where all the gasoline came from, but also (laughs) gasoline could make you almost immortal. Like that'd and be the, that'd be a really important island, and then you're like, you know, some, you know, the governor of Massachusetts or whatever, and then they put you in charge of that island. Yeah, and you got to bring your state national guard,
0: and you you don't realize that underneath the surface is gigantic uh, worm anuses.
1: Yeah, it it falls apart when like a giant worm comes out of the island. But, <laughs> but trying to like put it into our sense of geopolitics without oh the spice, um. A lot of people will die from withdrawal. The geriatrics would die at a normal at a normal age. People live to be like 200 using, using the spice. Mm-hmm. And you also can't do any space travel without the spice. But well, you can, but like it takes years to do a
0: trip that's just an instant sure. the spice. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, two things I really liked about this um, the dragonfly ship ships are fucking badass like the helicopter plane things that are like have the dragonfly wings and the water recycling suit was really cool i got a little upset because like they spent too much time with their helmets off in the Uh super dry
1: air desert but i think the other other than like the sort of venom takes off his mask over and over again scenario the (laughs) other than that they did a really good job
0: with you know water is very precious because at the end, when they find the main kid and the mother, they're like, oh, we can t- extract their water from them. Like they didn't even give a shit about food or anything. It's just like, yeah, oh, we can suck the water.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when um, so in the books, it's it's a uh, it's a big deal. Like losing a drop of water is a big deal. So like when you kill someone, you get a towel and you mop up the blood. And then you wrap the body up and you go and like distill it into water.
0: What did you think about the I don't know if this is in the book or not, but what do you think about the kamikaze cyanide tooth? So this is uh, another another plot point that's very different from the book.
1: Mm-hmm. But if I explain the whole plot, you'd be like, yeah, you can't put that into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you have to explain so many things. I will shortcut it and say that the Harkonnens, the Harkonnens, are so evil that there are entire worlds of people that would um, that would burn a planet to just hurt them a little bit. In this one, they just basically take the doctor's uh, family hostage. You would think they would, you would think they'd be ready for, but like they kind of bypass all that. Like, why is the doctor going to the planet without his family anyway? He's an, he. This guy is an absentee father and also a half-ass assassin. <laughs> The tooth part is actually um, how it happened in the book, and I really like the way they just showed like the poison, like <sighs> so basically, the soup doctor plans to basically compromise the security of the building and then he uses a um, a very specific machine to kill the Duke with a machine that's basically made to kill people who have a shield on. but it will kill you without a shield too. Uh, kind of like an armor pissing bullet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> shield piercing bullet yeah that's actually a really good uh really they should use that in the books and then while he's dying the doctor explains that he can get revenge and save his family if he kills the duke right. and then he takes the guy's tooth out which doesn't hurt because they're in space <laughs> and puts in a fake tooth that he can crack and then basically the poison he exhales it into the duke's face to kill him Right. And would have gotten away with it, too, if it had been like a tooth that wasn't so loud when it cracked.
0: <laughs> and the dude just now, fucking disintegrates. Now
1: you, you might be thinking, how is he going to save his family's life if he assassinates the Duke in the room? And I will say, shut up. We didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> in the writer's room. There's the explanation for how all of that happens. That works really well. And it includes the fact that the Souk doctors are actually mentally programmed to not be able to to betray you. That's why they're so valuable. But they just just skipped all of that. I I would like to see the books become an HBO miniseries. I would say a Netflix show, but, you know, I don't don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't do that. A Hulu original. Amazon Prime could do it. Amazon Prime, get on that shit. Jeff Bezos, um, I know you're listening, you upright dot professor X motherfucker. <laughs> is he in space yet? No, he no. he says he went to space, but he did not go to space. You're not in space unless you're in orbit, sir. You didn't go to space. <laughs> you just went up. <laughs> you fucking dick rocket. <laughs> Why does it have a bulbous head?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It's a fucking weird dude, isn't he? I know
1: but he funded the expanse so everything's okay.
0: Uh, let's see. I think
1: mm-hmm. I think I covered the parts where, you know, the different like the reason why I liked it is someone who enjoys the books and the reason mm-hmm. why I didn't like it is someone who enjoys the books, but overall, I thought it was really well everything was well done. Some of the choices weren't the ones that I would have made, but I think it's all understandable in the context of making something very big into a single movie. And I will just say that if you're interested in a book I would suggest the Dune series go online and find out which ones are actually enjoyable to read because there's a whole bunch of them and they're not all good.
0: Oh, but gotcha.
1: I really enjoyed like the ble- the layer in Jihad where just billions of people, you know, throw their lives away in a religious fervor to fight against enslavement from AI.
0: So one other thing, my last thing I wanted to bring up was there's one point where like the Imperial army is, uh, they're all lined up and they're doing like this weird blood ritual Mm-hmm. and there's a guy up, he's like up looking down over everyone, he's doing this weird ass song <laughs> and I was just laughing so hard because I didn't know what the fuck was going on and uh, <laughs> the guy walking around with him, I don't know if you recognized him or not while all that's happening was Polka Dot Man from Suicide Squad we just watched <laughs> Really? I did, not, yeah. I did not catch that Oh, um
1: what's the guy's name uh, the 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 younger harkonin, the one that was like really buffed with like the he was he was from um Army of thieves oh sure from uh, yeah. batista yeah, batista awesome, awesome casting for Batista that character that is that is so perfect. and i really I really want to see more of the story with like his character. He's not a major character, but there's enough there that you could do, like, an awesome movie with him as, like, the second or third uh, person.
0: In the beginning, when he's like, they stole everything from us, I was like, holy shit, that is perfect. Yeah, he's good. I was a little concerned about him at first, but he's he's very good. It takes a big-budget movie to smooth out that head. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Spoilers ahead for My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission 2021. Oh, this is good. Uh, When a cult of terrorists ruins a city by releasing a toxin that causes people's ability to spiral out of control, greatest heroes spread around the world in an attempt to track down the mastermind and put him to justice. I had a really good time with this movie. It's essentially a terrorist. In a previous episode, we discussed the quirk doomsday theory and he's taking it as gospel as that it's it's definitely happening and using this as motivation to kill everyone with a quirk whether it's i a will, uh-huh.
1: that's the that's how the movie opens i will, is, yeah i would say that like the end of the movie undoes the first half of the movie well the guy is like you know everything repels off of me including like feelings and <laughs> common sense i guess When Deku says, You can't even be sure it's true. Like it's not it hasn't been proven. And the guy's like, No, it's it's a curse because I didn't get any hugs or whatever. Like he doesn't (laughs) say, No, I know it's true because I've because I've like seen the power or anything. He's just like, No, I I couldn't get laid, so it must be true. Like he's pretty angry too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean he definitely um I mean, he definitely got got a raw deal, but like, he could have just gone and like mm. paid for a half hour of um old dry eyes to look at him, and he could have like gotten a break from repulsing everything.
0: That's true. Or he could have went and hit up uh, who's the fucking guy from season four, the guy with the plague mask,
1: who yeah, was, who
0: took Lemillion's quirk away.
1: Yeah, he could have just had his quirk stolen. I mean, th- yeah. there's ways around this outside of making a um yet another. How many? How many hidden organizations are in here? Like, <laughs> so is, many. Is this like a John Wick thing where like everyone's in a secret organization? Is
0: there anyone who isn't part of a secret organization that Deku hasn't like made <laughs> friends with? Um, I do like in this the the movie starts off with, where tons of heroes are deployed all over the world. Some of the old faces, some of the new ones. Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki all have new costumes. There's so many characters in this. They don't even take the time to introduce any of them, which is no, great. They,
1: this this is the um this is basically a long episode of the TV show. And if you haven't seen the, the first four seasons, then you're just not going to understand anything.
0: Uh, what did you think of Rody Who's the character, the uh, guy taking care of his brother and sister?
1: So I don't really understand
0: what was going on with
1: his agility. Mm hmm. 'Cause I mean he was as 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 agile as people whose quirk is being agile. Yep. Like on foot, he was outrunning Deku who can who goes as fast as Bakugo, who
0: uses explosions to fly through the air. <laughs> yeah, he had some major parkour ability. It's like a parkour chase with Deku through a city, and Deku doesn't catch him until he like corners him. It's really weird. Well he doesn't catch him
1: until a bridge almost falls on him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: But I did I did like the character. I thought it was pretty interesting to like have something where the character's quirk isn't really is actually counter useful. <laughs> like every quirk in like so far, like I every quirk so far in the show has been like, oh look at this coincidence, it just matches all that matches my personality and my life situation. <laughs> This guy, firefighter dog, and I happen to love putting out fires.
0: This dude's quirk is essentially having a Pidgey from Pokemon.
1: I mean, it can stun someone with
0: a fart. Oh my God, that's true. That happened.
1: (laughs) I don't know why Deku didn't figure out that the bird was his quirk the whole time. Did he think that there was a sentient bird
0: wearing a mask that was just friends with this guy? He did. I did. (laughs) I didn't know what the fuck was going on with the bird. So what happens is, Rody is a courier. Essentially, he's got to get paid any way he can. No parents, has to take care of two little kids, and I guess he's like in his early 20s. So he's like a courier I for the mob. was, all.
1: like age. Oh really? Yeah.
0: For some reason, I thought he was much older.
1: I mean, because remember he was playing with the plane, while, when his sister was like a toddler.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. She
1: was still like like a li- and she was still like a little kid. Yeah, she was like ten when we saw her. Also, I had a question, like about like how strong Deku is because he um he couldn't quite take the case away from Rody
0: when they were wrestling for it. All you do is work out. Oh, and <laughs> you're fucking supercharged with the strongest quirk ever. You know, even with no even with no <laughs> quirk,
1: he should he should, he he should still like be the most buff guy at a swim meet because. He literally works out every morning, noon, and night to,
0: like, keep up with his quirk so he doesn't tear his body apart. Yeah, he turned a landfill into a beach when he was (laughs) pre-quirk. So there's this cool new uh, villain in this movie. She's like a she her hand turns into a bow and she just fucking fires arrows. I guess they're homing arrows because they just change direction for whatever reason.
1: I think her quirk is that she can shoot something and then control the trajectory of it. Because the other guy gives her stuff and she shoots it and it still follows them. Oh, and he gave her those like little uh, steel
0: beads yeah. or whatever.
1: There's more people showing up with like multiple quirks, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's cheating. Like my quirk is, um, I can punch through a bridge,
0: but also I can make things change size. <laughs> so she's chasing after this dude. Uh, bow and arrow chicks chasing after this guy kills him in his car and the case flies over the bridge and they accidentally switch cases. So the jewels roadie was carrying, he accidentally swaps in the confusion. Now they're chasing Deku and roadie, the police chief or the whatever you call him is corrupt. The commissioner or yeah. whatever commissioner Gordon is corrupt. <laughs> Deku uh, saves Ro saves roadie from the cops because when Deku forces him to open the case, there's no jewels in there. So there's a lot of confusion of, oh, I guess he's not the bad guy I'm looking for. So Deku saves him and they both go on the run. <laughs> and the next scene, they show Todoroki watching. It's like, oh, uh, we we have reports of a mass murderer. And it's little <laughs> Deku's face. <laughs> Got a pretty good kick out of that. So and like all... a bunch of people like, oh, what, what did he do? What do you mean, what did he do? You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Deku started killing people? I knew it all uh, I along. Knew he, I, you know, it's always the ones you least expect. Yeah. <laughs> With no evidence, we've decided to react to this as if it's true.
0: Essentially, the, the middle chunk of the movie is these two on the run. And uh, there's like this Bloody weird, cop. it's like a post credit scene without the credits in the middle of the movie. They have a song and they're just walking down the street. It's like the end of the the first Hulk movie. It's really <laughs> odd. <laughs> Making my
1: way downtown, riding trains, getting round, running from the assassins. I spent part of the movie thinking, like, where are all my favorite side characters at? But then I realized, well, this movie already has a bunch of characters in it. They, I will say they took, they did a, uh, I'm going to say they did a good job with the narrowing it down to some characters you can really appreciate. You yep. so it's like they've got the action scenes from your old favorites, they didn't have enough uh, Feather Boy for my taste, and they had a little too much Bakugo and um, Icy Hot. <laughs> yeah, but, not like, enough Manetta. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. But why couldn't Manetta have, like, shown up, like, on the train or something? That would have been awesome. He just, like, stuck to stuff. Zero out of ten, Mineta didn't save the day. It would have been so great if he'd just shown up, like, at a weird time. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I used my sticky balls to hang onto the plane. He's just fucking riding the whole way, just waiting <laughs> for his moment. I, I will say, going into uh, the third act, yeah, everything up to there, I thought was about as good as you can really expect it to be. I wasn't real big on the plot, because I'm like, I mean, all these people with quirks are just helping to like genocide themselves, but <laughs> like, other than that, like it seemed like a pretty reasonable reaction to ordinary humans having explosions happen all the time yeah like i mean these people have basically 9 11 happen twice a weekend
0: so in the briefcase was a hidden compartment with uh, like a data key from roadie's dad so they they use that key to find the main location to shut off all the bombs while all the other heroes are out like physically looking for them which brings us to the final uh deku shodo and Bakugo. Along with Rhodey I'll go to this facility.
1: But they they have a big three-part Dragon Ball Z fight.
0: Yes. It's Bakugo versus the Blade Boys. Uh Shoto versus like an element type guy. I don't he's really know what
1: isn't he? Like he has fire and he has tentacles, but he's also like shape-shifted.
0: Okay. He's like a he's like a three quirk masterpiece. And uh Deku versus the main villain. I thought the best of the three fights was the Bakugo one. It's these really? dudes with like uh scorpion. It's like scorpion blades, except if you combine scorpion and Baraka from Mortal Kombat, they had those. goes. Um, du- mm-hmm. If you've watched Bleach, uh,
1: the guy with the sword that kind of like snakes out and runs around and like kind of runs around
0: without respect to physics. Sure. That's, they're, they're fighting him. And they're both like, like insane. And uh, Baku... Uh, awesome you know explosions and everything and he does this thing where he's the guys are chasing him, he's getting cut all to hell and he's planting little grenades along the this like silo looking situation mm-hmm. and they all blow up and collapse on these uh two nut jobs and then they inject themselves with like some sort of enhancer and go even more insane i spent the whole time wondering
1: like so are these guys immune to explosions or what and <laughs> then at the end he beats them by exploding them
0: with the coolest I, I have to
1: say, except for impact. except for Deku's fight against the Repulsor guy, both um, every fight came down to like when I I call it Dragon Ball Z because every fight in Dragon Ball Z is oh yeah I can turn Super Saiyan and win the fight, <laughs> yeah I forgot I have superpowers,
0: uh, yeah they all go plus ultra to win, yeah,
1: yeah I thought like I don't know that kind of disappointed me a little bit I'm not sure why <laughs> but I was I was hoping for something a bit more I did like Deku's thing of just like. Oh, I'm just going to Deku, like, figure out the guy's thing, like, reacts, like, a couple seconds later, so he just keeps on punching it, so it never has a chance to punch back. Yeah, he really is All Might's protege, isn't he?
0: Just punch <laughs> it, punch it till it stops. <laughs> okay,
1: All Might would have punched it through time and space.
0: Yeah, what he did to that no move in the first season, just was yeah. hitting it, just... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way, like, while Deku's trying to fight this dude, so the main villain, any impact Deku applies to him, forces back on him. So I'm like, is there a way he can, like, angle the mirrors? And, like, yeah. they would just keep bouncing off and hit, you know, and, like, put him in some time loop of just this guy getting fucked up?
1: Yeah, so I'm not really sure how the guy's quirk works because, okay, hear me out. So if something relax reflects off of it, what happens, like if he smacks himself in the head, right. does the hand or the head, or do
0: they both react? I would guess both, like, because the, the sting of the hand, even though it's the aggressor, they're both taking impact.
1: That means that when the head reacts to the hand, the hand's going to react to the head, and also when the hand reacts to the head, the head's going to react to the hand.
0: <laughs> yes. That's the kind of shit I was thinking he was going to do, because he's usually not All Might. Like, he usually thinks yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, for one thing,
1: he... I didn't understand, like, when Rhodey starts running, Deku just blows up the lasers all at once and then not an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if he'd done it at the beginning, he'd have just ignored the guy. Like, if you're not trying to hit him, he doesn't have any superpowers. I thought he was going to do something where he, like, bounces something off of himself, like, a thousand times in a second and then launches it. But no, he's literally just using a giant or, a bunch of lasers and then aiming them
0: again. And you know what's weird is Deku shows up there. And they play the director or the writer, or whoever, play it off like it's some sort of reveal that this motherfucker has a quirk. He's it's been like blue the whole time. He's blue. <laughs> oh my god, you have a quirk? Why would you do this to your own people? Blue, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and the the last fight, it's not the last in terms of but uh Also, I, I did
1: I did figure out how to beat the guy. What you do is um. His Deku needs to go and get a plastic bag and wrap it around his face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then just suffocate him. <laughs> I like it. I mean, you guys like, Oh, I can't kill us. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure you would still drown. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Did your body <laughs> repel poison? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> his whole quirk is he repels common sense.
0: How does he poop? <laughs> <laughs> and is it blue? Um, Speaking of drowning, so the guy Shoto's fighting is just trying to drown his ass, and the only break he gets is when they come out of like a some sort of drain. It looks like a drain that would be like on the side of a uh, like a big dam, and that frees him up so he doesn't die, you know. And then he does like a Endeavor's prominence burn and fucking absolutely shit mixes the guy.
1: Yeah. So can he not use fire underneath the water? Like I didn't understand why he seems like he could have just done the prominence burn under the water and it would have been yeah. even better. I, I saw crazy. they added some vents to his costume, though. Like, he did a fire burn and then, like, steam came out of, like, his back.
0: Yes. They should keep those costumes. Those were fucking cool. But did you they... like
1: Deku's, like, black rabbit thing?
0: Yes. <laughs> all black with the green, had the ears. But yeah, that's so in all terms I thought. of
1: In terms of action, I think this is, like, the second best one. The best action is the big scene with All Might and Deku versus the guy that, like, has, like, had all, like, the metal piles or whatever they were. Yeah, from the first one. Yeah, turning into, like, crab people. <laughs> Definitely better than the um than the second one where it was,
0: like, lightning guy. I think overall this was the best of the three. I don't know. It just, it was really fast-paced. It's my it, favorite it movie. It starts with, like, a little punching, then it has yeah. some feelings, then it has a whole bunch of punching. Yeah, exactly. Everything I want from an anime. Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite movie out of the last like 10 we've done. I'm trying to think back to to what. I liked it better than Venom. and You know how much I like that movie. So, yeah. It was just really enjoyable. <laughs> Coming never to uh, Media Men Online is Last Night in Soho. <laughs> A fucking movie. I wouldn't do that to you. It w- it was a super weird concept that I was into and then the movie just really disappointed me. So I don't know, I mean, we we put them through the pain of the end of American crime. Oh my god. <laughs> Still your worst movie or did something beat it out? No, nothing beat that out.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if the Halloween movie was twice as long, it would have taken the it would have
0: beaten it Ooh. out. <laughs> All right, well, I think that'll do it for us. Um, I'm going to go and get some lunch, so uh, we will catch you guys later. Later, bitch.